Section 8 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kalinda. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 6. Part 1. Fruit and Vegetable Soups. It will be seen, by reference to the following recipes, that an entirely original and most intelligible system has been pursued in explaining the preparation of each dish. We would recommend the young housekeeper, cook, or whoever may be engaged in the important task of getting ready the dinner, or other meal, to follow precisely the order in which the recipes are given. Thus, let them first place on their table all the ingredients necessary, then the modus operandi, or mode of preparation, will be easily managed. By a careful reading, too, of the recipes, there will not be the slightest difficulty in arranging a repast for any number of persons, and an accurate notion will be gained of the time the cooling of each dish will occupy, of the periods at which it is seasonable, as also of its average cost. The addition of the natural history and the description of the various properties of the edible articles in common use in every family will be serviceable both in a practical and an educational point of view. Speaking specially of the recipes for soups, it may be added that by the employment of the best, medium, or common stock, the quality of the soups and their cost may be proportionately increased or lessened. Stocks for all kinds of soups. Rich, strong stock. 104. Ingredients. 4 pounds of shin of beef, 4 pounds of knuckle of veal, 3 quarter pounds of good lean ham, any poultry trimmings, 3 small onions, three small carrots, three turnips, the latter should be omitted in summer lest they ferment, one head of celery, a few chopped mushrooms when obtainable, one tomato, a bunch of savory herbs, not forgetting parsley, one and a half ounces of salt, twelve white peppercorns, six cloves, three small blades of mace, four quarts of water. Mode Line a delicately clean stewpan with the ham cut in thin, broad slices, carefully trimming off all its rusty fat. Cut up the beef and veal in pieces about three inches square and lay them on the ham. Set it on the stove and draw it down and stir frequently. When the meat is equally browned, put in the beef and veal bones, the poultry trimmings, and pour in the cold water. Skim well, and occasionally add a little cold water to stop its boiling, until it becomes quite clear then put in all the other ingredients and simmer very slowly for five hours. Do not let it come to a brisk boil, that the stock be not wasted, and that its color may be preserved. Strain through a very fine hair sieve, or tammy, and it will be fit for use. Time, five hours. Average cost, one shilling three pence per quart. Medium stock, 105. Ingredients. 4 pounds of shin of beef, or 4 pounds of knuckle of veal, or 2 pounds of each, any bones, trimmings of poultry, or fresh meat, a half a pound of lean bacon or ham, 2 ounces of butter, 2 large onions, each stuck with 3 cloves, 1 turnip, 3 carrots, half a leek, 1 head of celery, 2 ounces of salt, half a teaspoonful of whole pepper, 1 large blade of mace, 1 small bunch of savory herbs, 4 quarts and a half pint of cold water. Mode. Cut up the meat and bacon, or ham, into pieces about three inches square. Rub the butter on the bottom of the stewpan. Put in half a pint of water, the meat, and all the other ingredients. 
cover the stewpan and place it on a sharp fire, occasionally stirring its contents. When the bottom of the pan becomes covered with a pale, jelly-like substance, add four quarts of cold water and simmer very gently for five hours. As we have said before, do not let it boil quickly. Skim off every particle of grease whilst it is doing, and strain it through a fine hair sieve. This is the basis of many of the soups afterwards mentioned, and will be found quite strong enough for ordinary purposes. Time, five and a half hours. Average cost, nine pence per quart. Economical stock. 106. Ingredients. The liquor in which a joint of meat has been boiled, say, four quarts. Trimmings of fresh meat or poultry, shank bones, etc. Roast beef bones. Any pieces the larder may furnish vegetables, spices, and the same seasoning as in the foregoing recipe. Mode. Let all the ingredients simmer gently for six hours, taking care to skim carefully at first. Strain it off and put by for use. Time. Six hours. Average cost. Three pence per quart. White stock. To be used in the preparation of white soups. 107. Ingredients. Four pounds of knuckle of veal. Any poultry trimmings four slices of lean ham, one carrot, two onions, one head of celery, twelve white peppercorns, one ounce of salt, one blade of mace, one ounce butter, four quarts of water. Mode. Cut up the veal, and put it with the bones and trimmings of poultry and the ham into the stewpan, which has been rubbed with butter. Moisten with half a pint of water, and simmer till the gravy begins to flow. Then add the four quarts of water and the remainder of the ingredients. Simmer for five hours. After skimming and straining it carefully through a very fine hair sieve, it will be ready for use. Time, five and a half hours. Average cost, nine pence per quart. Note. When stronger stock is desired, double the quantity of veal, or put in an old fowl. The liquor in which a young turkey has been boiled is an excellent addition to all white stock or soups. Browning for stock. 108. Ingredients. Two ounces of powdered sugar and half a pint of water. Mode. Place the sugar in a stewpan over a slow fire until it begins to melt, keeping it stirred with a wooden spoon until it becomes black, then add the water and let it dissolve. Cork closely and use a few drops when required. Note. In France, burnt onions are made use of for the purpose of browning. As a general rule, the process of browning is to be discouraged, as apt to impart a slightly unpleasant flavor to the stock, and consequently all soups made from it. To clarify stock, 109. Ingredients The whites of two eggs, half a pint of water, two quarts of stock. Mode Supposing that by some accident the soup is not quite clear, and that its quantity is two quarts, take the whites of two eggs, carefully separated from their yolks, whisk them well together with the water, and add gradually the two quarts of boiling stock, still whisking. Place the soup on the fire, and when boiling and well skimmed, Whisk the eggs with it until nearly boiling again. Then draw it from the fire and let it settle, until the whites of the eggs should become separated. Pass through a fine cloth, and the soup should be clear. Note. The rule is that all clear soups should be of a light straw color, and should not savor too strongly of the meat, and that all white or brown thick soups should have no more consistency than will enable them to adhere slightly to the spoon when hot. All purees should be somewhat thicker. Almond Soup 110. Ingredients 4 pounds of lean beef or veal, half a scrag of mutton, 1 ounce of vermicelli, 4 blades of mace, 
six cloves, half a pound of sweet almonds, the yolks of six eggs, one gill of thick cream, rather more than two quarts of water. Mode. Boil the beef or veal and the mutton gently in water that will cover them, till the gravy is very strong and the meat very tender. Then strain off the gravy and set it on the fire with the specified quantities of vermicelli, mace, and cloves to two quarts. Let it boil till it has the flavor of the spices. Have ready the almonds, blanched and pounded very fine, the yolks of the eggs boiled hard, mixing the almonds whilst pounding with a little of the soup, lest the latter should grow oily. Pound them till they are a mere pulp, and keep adding to them by degrees a little soup until they are thoroughly mixed together. Let the soup be cool when mixing, and do it perfectly smooth. Strain it through a sieve, set it on the fire, stir frequently, and serve hot. Just before taking it up, add the cream. Time? Three hours. Average cost per quart? Two shillings, three pence. Seasonable? All the year. Sufficient for eight persons. Illustration. Almond and Blossom. The Almond Tree. This tree is indigenous to the northern parts of Asia and Africa, but it is now cultivated in Europe, especially in the south of France, Italy, and Spain. It flowers in spring, and produces its fruit in August. Although there are two kinds of almonds, the sweet and the bitter, they are considered as only varieties of the same species. The best sweet almonds brought to England are called the Syrian or Jordan, and come from Malaga. The inferior qualities are brought from Valencia and Italy. Bitter almonds come principally from Magadori. Anciently, the almond was much esteemed by the nations of the East. Jacob included it among the presents which he designed for Joseph. The Greeks called it the Greek or Thasian nut, and the Romans believed that by eating half a dozen of them they were secured against drunkenness, however deeply they might imbibe. Almonds, however, are considered as very indigestible. The bitter contain, too, principles which produce two violent poisons, prussic acid and a kind of volatile oil. It is consequently dangerous to eat them in large quantities. Almonds pounded together with a little sugar and water, however, produce a milk similar to that which is yielded by animals. Their oil is used for making fine soap, and their cake as a cosmetic. Apple Soup 111. Ingredients 2 pounds of good boiling apples, 3 quarters teaspoonful of white pepper, 6 cloves, cayenne or ginger to taste, 3 quarts of medium stock. Mode Peel and quarter the apples, taking out their cores. Put them into the stock, stew them gently till tender. Rub the whole through a strainer, add the seasonings, give it one boil up, and serve. Time, one hour. Average cost per quart, one shilling. Seasonable from September to December. Sufficient for ten persons. Illustration. Apple and Blossom. The Apple. This useful fruit is mentioned in Holy Writ, and Homer describes it as valuable in his time. It was brought from the East by the Romans, who held it in the highest estimation. Indeed, some of the citizens of the Eternal City distinguished certain favorite apples by their names. Thus the Manlians were called after Manlius, the Claudians after Claudius, and the Appians after Appius. Others were designated after the country whence they were brought, as the Sidians, the Epirotes, and the Greeks. The best varieties are native of Asia, and have, by grafting them upon others, been introduced into Europe. The crab, found in our hedges, is the only variety indigenous to Britain. Therefore, for the introduction of other kinds, we are no doubt indebted to the Romans. In the time of the Saxon Heptarchy, both Devon and Somerset were distinguished as the apple country, and there are still existing in Herefordshire 
some trees said to have been planted in the time of William the Conqueror. From that time to this, the varieties of this precious fruit have gone on increasing, and are now said to number upwards of 1,500. It is peculiar to the temperate zone, being found neither in Lapland nor within the tropics. The best baking apples for early use are the Colvilles, the best for autumn are the rennets and pearmains, and the best for winter and spring are russets. The best table, or eating apples, are the margarets for early use, the Kentish codlin and summer pearmain for summer, and for autumn, winter, or spring, the Doughton, Golden, and other pippins, as the ribstone, with small russets. As a food, the apple cannot be considered to rank high, as more than the half of it consists of water, and the rest of its properties are not the most nourishing. It is, however, a useful adjunct to other kinds of food, and when cooked, is esteemed as slightly laxative. Artichoke, Jerusalem Soup A White Soup 112. Ingredients 3 slices of lean bacon or ham, half a head of celery, 1 turnip, 1 onion, 3 ounces of butter, 4 pounds of artichokes, 1 pint of boiling milk, or half a pint of boiling cream, salt and cayenne to taste, 2 lumps of sugar, 2.5 quarts of white stock. Mode Put the bacon and vegetables, which should be cut into thin slices, into the stewpan with the butter. Braise these for a quarter of an hour, keeping them well stirred. Wash and pare the artichokes, and after cutting them into thin slices, add them with a pint of stock to the other ingredients. When these have gently stewed down to a smooth pulp, put in the remainder of the stock. Stir it well, adding the seasoning, and when it is simmered for five minutes, pass it through a strainer. Now pour it back into the stewpan, let it again simmer five minutes, taking care to skim it well, and stir it to the boiling milk or cream. Serve with small sippets of bread fried in butter. Time, one hour. Average cost per quart, one shilling two pence. Seasonable from June to October. Sufficient for eight persons. Asparagus Soup 1. 113. Ingredients 5 pounds of lean beef, 3 slices of bacon, half a pint of pale ale, a few leaves of white beet, spinach, 1 cabbage lettuce, a little mint, sorrel and marjoram, a pint of asparagus tops cut small, the crust of 1 French roll, seasoning to taste, 2 quarts of water. Put the beef, cut in pieces and rolled in flour, into a stewpan, with the bacon at the bottom. Cover it close, and set it on a slow fire, stirring it now and then until the gravy is drawn. Put in the water and ale, and season to taste with pepper and salt, and let it stew gently for two hours, then strain the liquor, and take off the fat, and add the white beet, spinach, cabbage, lettuce, and mint, sorrel, and sweet marjoram, pounded. Let these boil up in the liquor, then put in the asparagus tops cut small, and allow them to boil till all is tender. Serve hot with the French roll in the dish. Time, altogether three hours. Average cost per quart, one shilling nine pence. Seasonable from May to August. Sufficient for eight persons. 2. 114. Ingredients. One and a half pints of split peas, a teacup full of gravy, four young onions, one lettuce cut small, half a head of celery, half a pint of asparagus cut small, half a pint of cream, three quarts of water. Color the soup with spinach juice. Mode. Boil the peas and rub them through a sieve. Add the gravy, and then stew by themselves the celery, onions, lettuce, and asparagus with the water. After this, stew all together, and add the colouring and cream, and serve. Time. 
Peas, two and a half hours, vegetables, one hour, altogether four hours. Average cost per quart, one shilling. Illustration, asparagus. Asparagus. The ancients called all the sprouts of young vegetables asparagus, whence the name, which is now limited to a particular species, embracing artichoke, alisander, asparagus, cardoon, rampion, and sea-kale. They are originally mostly wild sea-coast plants, and in this state asparagus may still be found on the northern as well as southern shores of Britain. It is often vulgarly called in London sparrow-grass, and in its cultivated form hardly bears any resemblance to the original plant. Immense quantities of it are raised for the London market, at Mortlake and Deptford, but it belongs rather to the classes of luxurious than necessary food. It is light and easily digested, but it is not very nutritious. Baked Soup 115. Ingredients 1 pound of any kind of meat, any trimmings or odd pieces, 2 onions, 2 carrots, 2 ounces of rice, 1 pint of split peas, pepper and salt to taste, 4 quarts of water. Mode Cut the meat and vegetables in slices, add to them the rice and peas, season with pepper and salt, put the whole in a jar, fill up with water, cover very closely, and bake for four hours. Time, four hours. Average cost, two and a half pence per quart. Seasonable at any time. Sufficient for ten or twelve persons. Note. This will be found a very cheap and wholesome soup, and will be convenient in those cases where baking is more easily performed than boiling. Barley Soup. 116. Ingredients. Two pounds of shin of beef, one quarter pound of pearl barley, a large bunch of parsley, four onions, six potatoes, salt and pepper, four quarts of water. Mode. Put in all the ingredients and simmer gently for three hours. Time. Three hours. Average cost. Two and a half pence per quart. Seasonable all the year, but more suitable for winter. Illustration. Barley. Barley. This, in the order of cereal grasses, is, in Britain, the next plant to wheat in point of value, and exhibits several species and varieties. From what country it comes originally is not known, but it was cultivated in the earliest ages of antiquity, as the Egyptians were afflicted with the loss of it in the ear, in the time of Moses. It was a favorite grain with the Athenians, but it was esteemed as an ignominious food by the Romans. Notwithstanding this, however, it was much used by them, as it was in former times by the English, and still is, in the border countries, in Cornwall, and also in Wales. In other parts of England it is used mostly for malting purposes. It is less nutritive than wheat, and in one hundred parts has of starch seventy-nine, gluten six, saccharine matter seven, husk eight. It is, however, a lighter and less stimulating food than wheat, which renders the decoction of it well adapted for invalids whose digestion is weak. Bread Soup, Economical 117. Ingredients 1 pound of bread crusts, 2 ounces butter, 1 quart of common stock. Mode. Boil the bread crusts in the stock with the butter, beat the whole with a spoon, and keep it boiling till the bread and stock are well mixed. Season with a little salt. Time. Half an hour. Average cost per quart, 4 pence. Seasonable at any time. Sufficient for 4 persons. Note. This is a cheap recipe, and will be found useful where extreme economy is an object. Illustration. Quern, or grinding mill. Bread. The origin of bread is involved in the obscurity of distant ages. The Greeks attributed its invention to Pan, but before they themselves had an existence it was, no doubt, in use among the primitive nations of mankind. 
The Chaldeans and the Egyptians were acquainted with it, and Sarah, the companion of Abraham, mixed flour and water together, kneaded it, and covered it with ashes on the hearth. The scriptures inform us that leavened bread was known to the Israelites, but it is not known when the art of fermenting it was discovered. It is said that the Romans learnt it during their wars with Perseus, king of Macedon, and that it was introduced to the imperial city about two hundred years before the birth of Christ. With them it no doubt found its way into Britain, but after their departure from the island it probably ceased to be used. We know that King Alfred allowed the unfermented cakes to burn in the Nether's cottage, and that even in the sixteenth century unfermented cakes, kneaded by the women, were the only kind of bread known to the inhabitants of Norway and Sweden. The Italians of this day consume the greater portion of their flour in the form of polenta, or soft pudding, vermicelli, and macaroni, and in the remoter districts of Scotland much unfermented bread is still used. We give a cut of the corn grinding mill, which, towards the end of the last century, was in use in that country, and which is thus described by Dr. Johnson in his journey to the Hebrides. It consists of two stones about a foot and a half in diameter. The lower is a little convex, to which the concavity of the upper must be fitted. In the middle of the upper stone is a round hole, and on one side is a long handle. The grinder sheds the corn gradually into the hole with one hand, and works the handle round with the other. The corn slides down the convexity of the lower stone, and by the motion of the upper is ground in its passage. Such a primitive piece of machinery, it may safely be said, has entirely disappeared from this country. In other parts of this work we shall have opportunities of speaking of bread and bread-making, which, from its great and general use in the nourishment of mankind, has emphatically been called the staff of life. The necessity, therefore, of having it both pure and good is of the first importance. Cabbage Soup, 118. Ingredients one large cabbage, three carrots, two onions, four or five slices of lean bacon, salt and pepper to taste, two quarts of medium stock. Mode. Scald the cabbage, exit it up, and drain it. Line the stewpan with bacon, put in the cabbage, carrots, and onions. Moisten with skimmings from the stock, and simmer very gently, till the cabbage is tender. Add the stock, stew softly for half an hour, and carefully skim off every particle of fat. Season and serve. Time, one and a half hours. Average cost, one shilling per quart. Seasonable in winter. Sufficient for eight persons. Illustration. Cabbage seeding. The cabbage. It is remarkable that although there is no country in the world now more plentifully supplied with fruits and vegetables than Great Britain, yet the greater number of these had no existence in it before the time of Henry the Eighth. Anderson, writing under the date of 1548, says... The English cultivated scarcely any vegetables before the last two centuries. At the commencement of the reign of Henry the Eighth, neither salad, nor carrots, nor cabbages, nor radishes, nor any other comestibles of a like nature were grown in any part of the kingdom. They came from Holland and Flanders. The original of all the cabbage tribe is the wild plant sea colewort, which is to be found wasting whatever sweetness it may have on the desert air, on many of the cliffs of the south coast of England. In this state it scarcely weighs more than half an ounce. But in a cultivated state, to what dimensions can it be made to grow? However greatly the whole of the tribe is esteemed among the moderns, by the ancients they were held in yet higher estimation. The Egyptians adored and raised altars to them, and the Greeks and Romans ascribed many of the most exalted virtues to them. Cato affirmed that the cabbage cured all diseases, and declared that it was to its use that the Romans were enabled to live in health and without the assistance of physicians for six hundred years. It was introduced by that people into Germany, Gaul, and no doubt Britain, 
although in this last it may have been suffered to pass into desuetude for some centuries. The whole tribe is in general wholesome and nutritive, and forms a valuable adjunct to animal food. Soup à la cantatrice An excellent soup, very beneficial for the voice. 119. Ingredients 3 ounces of sago, half a pint of cream, the yolks of three eggs, one lump of sugar, and seasoning to taste, one bay leaf, if liked, two quarts of medium stock number 105. Mode. Having washed the sago in boiling water, let it be gradually added to the nearly boiling stock. Simmer for half an hour, when it should be well dissolved. Beat up the yolks of the eggs, add to them the boiling cream. Stir these quickly in the soup, and serve immediately. Do not let the soup boil, or the eggs will curdle. Time, 40 minutes. Average cost, one shilling sixpence per quart. Seasonable all the year. Sufficient for eight persons. Note. This is a soup, the principal ingredients of which, sago and eggs, have always been deemed very beneficial to the chest and throat. In various quantities, and in different preparations, these have been partaken of by the principal singers of the day, including the celebrated Swedish nightingale Jenny Lind, and, as they have always avowed, with considerable advantage to the voice in singing. Carrot Soup, 1. 120. Ingredients. Four quarts of liquor in which a leg of mutton or beef has been boiled, a few beef bones, six large carrots, two large onions, one turnip, seasoning of salt and pepper to taste, cayenne. Mode. Put the liquor, bones, onions, turnip, pepper, and salt into a stewpan, and simmer for three hours. Scrape and cut the carrots thin, strain the soup on them, and stew them till soft enough to pulp through a hair sieve or coarse cloth. Then boil the pulp with the soup, which should be of the consistency of pea soup. Add cayenne. Pulp only the red part of the carrot, and make this soup the day before it is wanted. Time, four and a half hours. Average cost per quart, one and a half pence. Seasonable from October to March. Sufficient for ten persons. Two. 121. Ingredients. 2 pounds of carrots, 3 ounces of butter, seasoning to taste of salt and cayenne, 2 quarts of stock or gravy soup. Mode. Scrape and cut out all specks from the carrots, wash and wipe them dry, and then reduce them into quarter-inch slices. Put the butter into a large stewpan, and when it is melted, add 2 pounds of the sliced carrots, and let them stew gently for an hour, without browning. Add to them the soup, and allow them to simmer till tender say, for nearly an hour. Press them through a strainer with the soup, and add salt and cayenne if required. Boil the whole gently for t five minutes, skim well, and serve as hot as possible. Time, one and a quarter hours. Average cost per quart, one shilling, one pence. Illustration. Tatsa and Carrot Leaves. The Carrot. There is a wild carrot which grows in England, but it is white and small, and not much esteemed. The garden carrot, in general use, was introduced in the reign of Queen Elizabeth, and was at first so highly esteemed that the ladies wore leaves of it in their headdresses. It is of great value in the culinary art, especially for soups and stews. It can be used also for beer instead of malt, and in distillation it yields a large quantity of spirit. The carrot is proportionably valuable, as it has more of the red than the yellow part. There is a large red variety, much used by the farmers for colouring butter. As a garden vegetable, it is what is called the orange carrot that is usually cultivated. As a fattening food for cattle it is excellent, but for man it is indigestible, on account of its fibrous matter. Of one thousand parts, 
95 consists of sugar and 3 of starch. The accompanying cut represents a pretty winter ornament, obtained by placing a cut from the top of a carrot root in a shallow vessel of water, when the young leaves spring forth with a charming freshness and fullness. Celery Soup 122. Ingredients 9 heads of celery, 1 teaspoonful of salt, nutmeg to taste, 1 lump of sugar, 1 half pint of strong stock, a pint of cream, and 2 quarts of boiling water. Mode Cut the celery into small pieces, throw it into the water, seasoned with the nutmeg, salt, and sugar. Boil it till sufficiently tender, pass it through a sieve, add the stock, and simmer it for half an hour. Now put in the cream, bring it to the boiling point, and serve immediately. Time, one hour. Average cost, one shilling per quart. Seasonable from September to March. Sufficient for ten persons. Note. This soup can be made brown instead of white by omitting the cream and coloring it a little. When celery cannot be procured, half a drachm of the seed, finely pounded, will give a flavor to the soup, if put in a quarter of an hour before it is done. A little of the essence of celery will answer the same purpose. Celery. This plant is indigenous to Britain, and, in its wild state, grows by the side of ditches and along some parts of the sea-coast. In this state it is called smallage, and to some extent is a dangerous narcotic. By cultivation, however, it has been brought to the fine flavor which the garden plant possesses. In the vicinity of Manchester it is raised to an enormous size. When our natural observation is assisted by the accurate results ascertained by the light of science, how infinitely does it enhance our delight in contemplating the products of nature! To know, for example, that the endless variety of color which we see in plants is developed only by the rays of the sun, is to know a truism sublime by its very comprehensiveness. The cause of the whiteness of celery is nothing more than the want of light in its vegetation, and in order that this effect may be produced, the plant is almost wholly covered with earth, the tops of the leaves alone being suffered to appear above the ground. Chantilly Soup 123 Ingredients 1 quart of young green peas, a small bunch of parsley, 2 young onions, 2 quarts of medium stock number 105 Mode Boil the peas till quite tender, with the parsley and onions, then rub them through a sieve, and pour the stock to them. Do not let it boil after the peas are added, or you will spoil the color. Serve very hot. Time. Half an hour. Average cost, one shilling sixpence per quart. Seasonable from June to the end of August. Sufficient for eight persons. Note. Cold peas, pounded in a mortar, with a little stock added to them, make a very good soup in a haste. Parsley. Among the Greeks in the classic ages, a crown of parsley was awarded, both in the Nemean and Isthmian games, and the voluptuous Anacreon pronounces this beautiful herb the emblem of joy and festivity. It has an elegant leaf, and is extensively used in the culinary art. When it was introduced to Britain is not known. There are several varieties, the plain-leaved and the curled-leaved, celery parsley, Hamburg parsley, and purslane. The curled is the best, and from the form of its leaf has a beautiful appearance on a dish as a garnish. Its flavor is, to many, very agreeable in soups, and although to rabbits, hares, and sheep it is a luxury, to parrots it is a poison. The celery parsley is used as a celery, and the Hamburg is cultivated only for its roots, which are used as parsnips or carrots to eat with meat. The purslane is a native of South America, and is not now much in use. Chestnut Spanish Soup 124 Ingredients: three quarter pounds of Spanish chestnuts, one quarter pint of cream, seasoning to taste of salt, cayenne, and mace, 
one quart of stock number one o five mode take the outer rind from the chestnuts and put them into a large pan of warm water as soon as this becomes too hot for the fingers to remain in it take out the chestnuts peel them quickly and immerse them in cold water and wipe and weigh them now cover them with good stock and stew them gently for rather more than three-quarters of an hour or until they break when touched with a fork then drain pound and rub them through a fine sieve reversed add sufficient stock mace cayenne and salt and stir it often until it boils and put in the cream the stock in which the chestnuts are boiled can be used for the soup when its sweetness is not objected to or it may in part be added to it and the rule is that three-quarter pounds of chestnuts should be given to each quart of soup time rather more than one hour average cost per quart one shilling sixpence seasonable from october to february sufficient for four persons illustration chestnut the chestnut this fruit is said by some to have originally come from sardis in lydia and by others from castanea a city of thessaly from which it takes its name by the ancients it was much used as a food and is still common in france and italy to which countries it is by some considered indigenous in the southern part of the european continent it is eaten both raw and roasted the tree was introduced into britain by the romans but it only flourishes in the warmer parts of the island the fruit rarely arriving at maturity in scotland it attains a great age as well as an immense size as a food it is the least oily and most farinaceous of all the nuts and therefore the easiest of digestion the tree called the horse chestnut is very different although its fruit very much resembles that of the other its nuts though eaten by horses and some other animals are unsuitable for human food cocoa nut soup one twenty five ingredients six ounces of grated cocoa nut six ounces of rice flour half a teaspoonful of mace seasoning to taste of cayenne and salt one quarter of a pint of boiling cream three quarts of medium stock number one o five mode take the dark rind from the cocoa nut and grate it down small on a clean grater weigh it and allow for each quart of stock two ounces of the cocoa nut simmer it gently for one hour in the stock which should then be strained closely from it and thickened for table time two and a quarter hours average cost per quart one shilling threepence seasonable in autumn sufficient for ten persons illustration cocoa nut palm illustration nut and blossom the cocoa nut this is the fruit of one of the palms than which it is questionable if there is any other species of tree marking in itself so abundantly the goodness of providence in making provision for the wants of men it grows wild in the indian seas and in the eastern parts of asia and thence it has been introduced into every part of the tropical regions to the natives of those climates its bark supplies the material for creating their dwellings its leaves the means of roofing them and the leaf stalks a kind of gauze for covering their windows or protecting the baby in the cradle it is also made into lanterns masks to screen the face from the heat of the sun baskets wicker work and even a kind of paper for writing on combs brooms torches ropes matting and sailcloth are made of its fibres with these two beds are made and cushions stuffed oars are supplied by the leaves drinking cups spoons and other domestic utensils by the shells of the nuts milk by its juice of which also a kind of honey and sugar are prepared when fermented it furnishes the means of intoxication and when the fibres are burned their ashes supply an alkali for making soap the buds of the tree bear a striking resemblance to cabbage when boiled but when they are cropped the tree dries 
In a fresh state the kernel is eaten raw, and its juice is a most agreeable and refreshing beverage. When the nut is imported to this country, its fruit is, in general, comparatively dry, and is considered indigestible. The tree is one of the least productive of the palm tribe. Soup à la Crécy 126. Ingredients. 4 carrots, 2 sliced onions, 1 cut lettuce, and chervil. 2 ounces butter, 1 pint of lentils, the crumbs of 2 French rolls, half a teacupful of rice, 2 quarts of medium stock number 105. Mode. Put the vegetables with the butter in the stewpan, and let them simmer five minutes. Then add the lentils and one pint of the stock, and stew gently for half an hour. Now fill it up with the remainder of the stock, let it boil another hour, and put in the crumb of the rolls. When well soaked, rub all through with a tammy. Have ready the rice boiled, pour the soup over this, and serve. Time. One and three quarters hours. Average cost, one shilling, two pence per quart. Seasonable all the year. Sufficient for eight persons. Illustration. The Lentil. The Lentil. This belongs to the leguminous or pulse kind of vegetables, which rank next to the corn plants in their nutritive properties. The lentil is a variety of the bean tribe, but in England is not used as human food, although considered the best of all kinds for pigeons. On the continent it is cultivated for soups, as well as for other preparations for the table, and among the presents which David received from Shobi, as recounted in the scriptures, were beans, lentils, and parched pulse. Among the Egyptians it was extensively used, and among the Greeks the Stoics had a maxim which declared that a wise man acts always with reason and prepares his own lentils. Among the Romans it was not much esteemed, and from them the English may have inherited a prejudice against it, on account, it is said, of its rendering men indolent. It takes its name from lentis, slow, and, according to Pliny, produces mildness and moderation of temper. Cucumber Soup, French Recipe 127. Ingredients One large cucumber, a piece of butter, the size of a walnut, a little chervil and sorrel cut in large pieces, salt and pepper to taste, the yolks of two eggs, one gill of cream, one quart of medium stock number five. Mode. Pare the cucumber, quarter it, and take out the seeds. Cut it in thin slices, put these on a plate with a little salt to draw the water from them. Drain and put them in your stewpan with the butter. When they are warmed through, without being browned, pour the stock on them. Add the sorrel, chervil, and seasoning, and boil for forty minutes. Mix the well-beaten yolks of the eggs with the cream, which add at the moment of serving. Time, one hour. Average cost, one shilling two pence per quart. Seasonable from June to September. Sufficient for four persons. The Cucumber The antiquity of this fruit is very great. In the sacred writings we find that the people of Israel regretted it, while sojourning in the desert and at the present time the cucumber and other fruits of its class form a large portion of the food of the Egyptian people. By the eastern nations generally, as well as by the Greeks and Romans, it was greatly esteemed. Like the melon, it was originally brought from Asia by the Romans, and in the fourteenth century it was common in England, although in the time of the Wars of the Roses it seems no longer to have been cultivated. It is a cold food, and of difficult digestion when eaten raw. As a preserved sweetmeat, however, it is esteemed one of the most agreeable. Egg Soup 128. Ingredients A tablespoonful of flour, four eggs, two small blades of finely pounded mace, two quarts of stock number 105. Mode 
Beat up the flour smoothly in a teaspoonful of cold stock, and put in the eggs. Throw them into boiling stock, stirring all the time. Simmer for one quarter of an hour. Season and serve with a French roll in the tureen, or fried sippets of bread. Time, half an hour. Average cost, eleven pence per quart. Seasonable all the year. Sufficient for eight persons. Soup à la Flamande Flemish 1. 129. Ingredients 1 turnip, 1 small carrot, 1 half head of celery, 6 green onions shred very fine, 1 lettuce cut small, chervil, 1 quarter pint of asparagus cut small, 1 quarter pint of peas, 2 ounces butter, the yolks of 4 eggs, half a pint of cream, salt to taste, 1 lump of sugar, 2 quarts of stock number 105. Mode Put the vegetables in the butter to stew gently for an hour with a teacupful of stock, then add the remainder of the stock, and simmer for another hour. Now beat the yolks of the eggs well, mix with the cream, previously boiled, and strain through a hair sieve. Take the soup off the fire, put the eggs, etc., into it, and keep stirring it well. Bring it to a boil, but do not leave off stirring, or the eggs will curdle. Season with salt, and add the sugar. Time, twenty-four hours. Average cost, one shilling nine pence per quart. Seasonable from May to August. Sufficient for eight persons. Chervil. Although the roots of this plant are poisonous, its leaves are tender and are used in salad. In antiquity it made a relishing dish when prepared with oil, wine, and gravy. It is a native of various parts of Europe, and the species cultivated in the gardens of Paris has beautifully frizzled leaves. 2. 130. Ingredients. 5 onions, 5 heads of celery, 10 moderate-sized potatoes, 3 ounces butter, half a pint of water, half a pint of cream, 2 quarts of stock number 105. Mode. Slice the onions, celery, and potatoes, and put them with the butter and water into a stewpan, and simmer for an hour. Then fill up the stewpan with stock, and boil gently till the potatoes are done, which will be about an hour. Rub all through a tammy, and add the cream, previously boiled. Do not let it boil after the cream is put in time two and a half hours average cost one shilling four pence per quart seasonable from september to may sufficient for eight persons note this soup can be made with water instead of stock soup a la julienne illustration strips of vegetable one thirty one ingredients half a pint of carrots half a pint of turnips half a pint of onions two or three leeks half a head of celery, one lettuce, a little sorrel and chervil if liked, two ounces of butter, two quarts of stock number 105. Mode. Cut the vegetables into strips of about one and a quarter inch long, and be particular they are all the same size, or some will be hard whilst the others will be done to a pulp. Cut the lettuce, sorrel, and chervil into large pieces, fry the carrots in the butter, and pour the stock boiling to them. When this is done, Add all the other vegetables and herbs, and stew gently for an hour at least. Skim off all the fat, pour the soup over thin slices of bread, cut round about the size of a shilling, and serve. Time, one and a half hours. Average cost, one shilling, three pence per quart. Seasonable all the year. Sufficient for eight persons. Note. In summer, green peas, asparagus tops, French beans, etc. can be added. When the vegetables are very strong, instead of frying them in butter at first, they should be blanched, and afterwards simmered in the stock. Sorrel This is one of the spinaceous plants, which take their name from spinach, which is the chief among them. 
It is little used in English cookery, but a great deal in French, in which it is employed for soups, sauces, and salads. In English meadows it is usually left to grow wild, but in France, where it is cultivated, its flavor is greatly improved. Kale Brose A Scotch Recipe 132. Ingredients Half an ox head or cow heel, a teacup full of toasted oatmeal, salt to taste, two handfuls of greens, three quarts of water. Mode Make a broth of the ox head or cow heel and boil it till oil floats on the top of the liquor. Then boil the greens, shred in it. Put the oatmeal with a little salt into a basin and mix with it quickly a teacupful of the fat broth. It should not run into one doughy mass, but form knots. Stir it into the whole, give one boil, and serve very hot. Time, four hours. Average cost, eight pence per quart. Seasonable all the year, but more suitable in winter. Sufficient for ten persons. End of section eight. Recording by Kalinda in Raymond, New Hampshire, on November 14, 2007.